0: Hello and welcome to the DFS Coach Talk Podcast. Today is Sunday, March 22nd, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with the one, the only, GPP, NBA, DFS, badass himself, Michael Apatria. How's that for an introduction? That's quite the intro. Uh,
1: it, it's it's hard to live up to it. You give me such uh, miraculous <laughs> and wonderful intros when we come on. So uh, I'm doing well over here, Coach. You know, it's uh, you would think I, I might have won some massive GPP or something last night by the sounds of it in the background. Um, but no, that's just an entire block on quarantine partying at 10 a.m. like it's spring break over here. Oh. So uh, I've been I've been blessed to have some wonderful neighbors who. Like to do karaoke at about ten o'clock in the morning with a Mike's Hard Twisted Tea in hand. So uh, that's that's been my quarantine life. I'm uh, you know I'm living it over here, man. So we got to work with our
0: surroundings and adapt, and that is what I am doing. So uh, hey, I do apologize. No worries. <laughs> it's you know what they're providing background music for our podcast. So there you go. We've got something. Uh, we've got something extra for you know. And they're doing it for us for free. So thanks a lot, neighbors. <laughs> they, uh, they're they obliged. I, I'll answer for them. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. You know, it's the new normal. I mean, you, you learn a lot more about people uh, when everybody's in this lockdown mode. I mean, because just everybody's lives are so busy, you barely cross paths. But now that everybody's sort of hunkered down, it's like, man, it, it, it's it's totally different. It's it's an odd thing that none of us have experienced and hopefully none of us will again. That's for sure.
1: I sure hope so. I mean, it's just like it's it's not it's anything fun, but if anything like you said, it, it prepares us, it, it keeps us ready, keeps us on our toes. I it, you know, it puts some things into perspective, it changes things. So, you know, yeah. we may see a few things that are getting altered whether it's, you know, laws, governments, whatever it may be, local level, legislative level happening around in your area but some things might stick just because it's preventative it helps it's you know so we're going to see some changes come from this i hope everybody's staying safe you know from my family to yours i do wish everybody the best um like i said i'm, I'm you know there's not much we can do as just sports analysts but there's a lot we could do as people so if, if anybody needs anything please reach out to me uh whether it's a conversation whether it's you know just a little maybe it's a k cup maybe you're out of coffee and you're saying hey mike always talking about the wine aisles i'm desperate i'll do my answer, <laughs> so.
0: uh just just hit us up and we're here for you i don't know you may get a lot of toilet paper requests brother <laughs> listen that's 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 a private stash right there that's the
1: personal uh, stock. i got uh, i can't listen i don't know if i could share that but you might you might be able to get a couple of sheets uh. mailed back to you. i might be able to share a, a couple of sheets of the tp
0: Hey, they, at, at this point, people are using even, like, that envelope you'd send it in. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ah, that's, that's sorry. Dude. That's yeah, pain. I know. That's it's, painful. It's getting a little nutty, but uh, it's, it's the world we're in right now. But that brings us to the point of DFS Coach Talk. We are not going to miss a stinking podcast. We're going to just ramble on through with these fantastic things that are going to make our members and hopefully our future members uh, a lot of money when we get back to DFS, which we will. And, you know, uh, we were talking yesterday, Andrew, and, or two days ago, Andrew and I were talking the over and under when sports would come back. And uh, I believe Andrew was in July, I, be, I think, and I was in May. So, you know, it's March 22nd, time's rolling by. Don't be surprised if, you know, we get back in a reasonable time frame because, you know, it. I think what people haven't addressed, you know, you constantly hear about the coronavirus and everything, but literally, you know, just everybody's mental health of being able to socialize with other people and get out there and do things and feel like you're productive. I mean, there's a lot of that, that is, is very important, and uh, besides the fact that our economy, the sooner we get go- that going, the better. So, let's you know, we're gonna always stay positive on, on this the pod here and and uh, you know, act like hey, these are all preparation pieces for something that'll be back soon that we all love to do, and uh, we're gonna be one up on everybody else. I I scouted around a little bit yesterday, Mike, and I was trying to find anybody else that's sort of using this time like we are to to dissect, you know, everything from, uh, you know, how the process works to the different rules on the sites, the scoring. You know, today we're talking contest selection with cash versus GPP and how that mixture works. um, Bankroll management tomorrow and then team breakdowns. And I really don't see a lot of people taking that approach uh, in the industry. They're trying to, I think, hang on to uh, members or still do something with this League of Legends stuff and simulation and all this, which is just, you know, a bunch of noise to me. You know, I just don't believe that that's the way to focus your time right now. And we've uh, from the very first night that it broke, we froze all our memberships. Uh, They'll not lose a day of their membership until DFS plays again. So uh, we feel like we're doing the right thing for our members in that sense. And, you know, this is a great time to join in. Uh, Just go to DFSCoachTalk.com and, uh, you know, there's all our information on there about uh, what we bring forward, what we offer, uh, the information is all there and we'd love to have you jump in because our discord is a great distraction great place to chat on there and uh give each other a hard time i did beat andrew two nights in a row in that gpp simulation game michael can you believe that your your gpp partner is now two and two against the cash guy what's going on
1: hey well it's uh are you guys playing gpps or just uh you know whoever finishes yeah, it's
0: it's a gpp it's the simulation game is a gpp
1: so well you know just gpp guys we expect to cash and actually you know profit uh you know once out of every three to four days so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna stick up for andrew here and say that he's gonna romp stop you on the third one i i, I think i'm, I'm saying I, he's due that's good that would be his big win day
0: well i bet you he's up there uh scouting right now because if he goes to under 500 against uh, the cash guy here that's uh, he's gonna take some serious noise. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine I imagine with you coach he's expecting that. Oh yeah he's he's sweating bullets. there's no doubt. but uh, we also have uh, some other folks in our discord that have been jumping in and and uh, chatting and kidding around. But how about the shout out? Did you see the this morning's uh, discord? Oh, actually, no, I did not. I I had no time to go on Discord. Let me know. What was it? How about our man, Rouchard, our Australian wonder, our best buddy there that brought us into really that market a lot. And uh, we uh, coached him through winning uh, a DK NBA championship over there. He finished first in two big Australian rules football contests yesterday and took them both down like $1,800 worth. How's that's that? Our, that's our guy. Man. That is our guy. Always crushing him, man. I know. So we're, you know, I, I mentioned on yesterday's show, you know, eventually you're going to be able to play Australian rules football here in the States. And, you know, they're as they uh, really branch heavily into Europe and Australia, <clears throat> you know, they will have uh, – we're planning on doing a lot of stuff with DraftKings as far as a, – a, dual podcasts where you know we get to learn about the australian rules football side and how to bet it and who to bet obviously Rouchard's the man and then uh you know we'll be doing our nba major league baseball and nfl stuff because you know they don't have all of that information uh in other parts of the world so that was fun but i wanted to give Rouchard a big shout out because he's uh i mean You know, we're talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here just to to make it uh, let you know exactly how impressive it was. Because when you win big tournaments, that's that's the real deal. um, With multiple entries, so he won uh, first out of 941, and he was first out of 1,128. That's not uh, peanuts. You know what I'm saying? No, no, those are those are solid wins. Those
1: are enough to to fund the next uh, you know week to two weeks to three weeks of GPP play, and that's what you're looking for. And now you catch another one of those, all of a sudden you start building yourself a fantastic bankroll, and it allows you to get yourself into these uh, multi-enter GPPs. So uh, he's just he's just following the following the recipe, laying the land, using his knowledge and his expertise, doing yes. the research. You, just, you could tell when somebody's just doing the right things, and. He is. Rashad is definitely doing the right thing. So congratulations to
0: him. Big shout out to him. Uh, and I know there's gonna be many more to come. Oh, no doubt. And it just goes to show you, and he's been a big proponent of our process and how we've approached each slate. And you know, it's it's translatable. Did you just get an electric shock? That was the <laughs> that was the buzzer beater. I think I, I, I think I was supposed to shoot Oh, did it count? Or was it after <laughs> buzzer? No, d no, I don't think I got I don't think I got it off in time on that one. Oh, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, the process that we go through with NBA and preach it all the time, it's exactly the same thing you want to do, whether it's, you know, NFL, Major League Baseball or Australian rules football. If you put the time in, like you said, follow that process of, you know, uh, really tuning in and then watching uh, watching how things fly uh, in and handling those uh, changes. That's how you build a real winning lineup big shout out to to one of our members JP Wild uh, He is awesome, man. He has been so active in uh, It's JPWYLD when you think that's JP Wild. I don't know But uh, I believe it's Jason, right? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Now I need to know who it is. I know we're killing <laughs> a little time here, but you know, it's important to know and shout out the right people Because he's been so, so upbeat One of our best members in Discord I just love You know He he, he says funny stuff And, and puts stuff out there And I'll tell you Any distraction right now Of all that stuff Is such a blast Because uh, You know it, it gets very mundane And very uh, the, the walls close in a little bit uh, And we still have a little ways to go In this whole thing so the, the key factor is, uh, you know, just uh, finding stuff that the the fun, easy stuff like that, that makes a difference. It is Jason Peter. There you go. I dug it up. So that's the JP Wild, man, that, that's doing such a great job for us. Now, listen, uh, if you do want to jump in, jump in. Everything's frozen. So if you do jump in, nothing, the clock does not tick. If you get... A week membership uh you know you may be in here with us for who knows two weeks a month two months whenever they go back to sports and then that's when uh your your membership would begin and you can get a, a week a month or uh an annual uh, and you get with our dfs coach talk package you get everything that we have you don't have to go sport by sport Uh, You just have a full access to to all the sports that we have going on Which we focus on uh, Basketball will always be number one But also baseball and football Um, We have some fantastic pros And uh, we'd love to have you guys join us So also you can follow us on Twitter uh, At DFS Coach Talk Um, That's where you can throw in some uh, questions Anything you want to discuss Any ideas I mean we're always open we try to approach everything as a team so that we uh, get the information out there that everybody wants. If you want to uh, tweet me directly at Joe Sarvati, J O E S A R V A D I. If you need a co- coffee or toilet paper, it's at Micah Patria, <laughs> yeah. M I E A P O T R I A, and then our uh, struggling GPP Now 500 guy Against the Just the lowly cash player Mr. Andrew Hansen is at Language Olympic So that's that um, One thing Michael and I know you're going to be freaking out Because we're always trying to Now we've made a promise to try to keep the show at about an hour And, and uh, you know I, I don't think we're going to need as much Time as we did on the last show With breaking up Uh, really our process of how to to play uh, the two sides of uh, GPP versus cash and and how that rolls into what you're doing. But before we do that, I want to address one uh, uh, question I thought was fantastic that I got uh, yesterday in our um, Discord. And it's great because these are the kind of things that I want to get questions on. Because I, I firmly believe, and I really mean this, that we are the most transparent DFS provider uh, out there. I don't think you're going to ever ask us a question that we have to tap dance around. I mean, it's going to be straightforward. And uh, one of our members, JMH84, threw a great question out there. He wanted to know how we determined if at DFS Coach Talk, if we've had a winning night, or a losing night because you know we One other thing we do that nobody Else does is we post our record Every single day so That it's all fact it's Traceable there if we have a winning Night we're posting our winning Lineups we count that as a win if We have a losing night you know we'll Generally uh, chat on the Next podcast a little bit of what Went wrong to try to learn from it Uh for the next time and we'll put That up as a loss and the way We determine that is uh you know, again, you're not going to find probably maybe a handful of sites, if that, that provide full lineups for both DraftKings and FanDuel. It's just not out there. Uh, the big boys like Roto-Grinders and Osmo, they don't provide any lineups at all. They'll sell you their optimizers and all their different things, and they're great guys. And I love listening to them on occasion myself, but they're not giving you the the lineups. There's no ownership to those lineups. Uh, They'll give you recommendations, who they like and don't like, and stuff like that. But uh, as part of our process, that third step, as you know, that last 30 minutes when we're all together in the Discord, we are producing a cash lineup for FanDuel and for DraftKings, which I provide every day, seven days a week. And then Michael and Andrew split it up, I think, four, three as far as the days, and they're providing a GPP lineup. For both FanDuel and DraftKings So you're getting four full lineups And that you can utilize uh, out there in whatever contest you want to play So that's a differentiator Now how we determine a win is very simple uh, First of all, our, our goals are completely different and, and I want to read this to you Because I had to pull out a little research When I was answering this on the, the uh Discord last night, and I just thought it would be a great thing since I pulled the info to share this with everybody because I think a lot of people uh, think very similarly. So uh, I pulled statistics and I got these, you know, online. So, you know, anything on the internet has to be true. Isn't that correct, Michael? <laughs> no, That's, but it, that works. Yeah. I mean, once it's yeah. on the internet, it's got to be a fact. Yeah, it wasn't just you know like Wikipedia or something. I dug in and find found some good websites that actually you can uh, join and and it costs money, but they'll uh, they'll keep your all your statistics and everything else like that. And so uh, the average DFS player uh, win on a pr- on a given slate 43%. In cash games and 17% in GPPs. So there's there's the reason why uh, the majority of people actually lose money playing DFS. I mean it's just that's the simple fact. Is uh, you know and for multiple reasons and some of what we're going to discuss today as the main subject is is uh, you know uh, contest selection. And then when we talk about bankroll management. So when you look at that, that's somewhat staggering and you think, okay, so, you know, that means all of that loss, there's more loss on the loss side is is winnable. So about right around 18 to 20 percent of players now either tune in to one of the podcasts or they use a provider or they. Uh, get information from uh, statistics that are, some are free online with some of the hosts on uh, ownership and average score. So in other words, they're going a little deeper, you know, they're, they're finding somebody to provide info or something where they're at least taking a level uh, of much more preparation. And those stats, uh, then they obviously jump uh, up quite a bit. So GPP, Uh, is up to 24%, which isn't bad, you know, one out of four. And uh, you're actually making 50%, 57% uh, cash players. So that shows you, you know, if you're doing like about half of what we're telling you to do, you can get to that number and at least grind a profit. Now, you can't survive at 57% uh, in cash, you know, for super long because of the rake. That rate between six and twelve percent, depending on the tournaments or depending on the cash games, or you know that's going to catch up to you. So you have to exceed that in order uh, to really make a consistent profit. So our goal at DFS, the the goals we set for our pros is very simple: thirty percent for GPP wins, seventy percent for cash. Now those are the highest. In the industry, nobody else uh, offers those numbers as what we're uh, what we're saying we can accomplish. And the great thing about it is thus far, I know we're we're only uh, three weeks into this before the shutdown, but I had worked as a provider for this last six months as well. And uh, we have both beaten both of those numbers, the 30% GPP and 70% cash. And part of the reason I'm describing this now is it's going to be a perfect lead-in to our contest selection stuff. So we are the highest in the industry. We're sitting right now at a 73% winning percentage, which is pretty phenomenal. You do that over a year's time uh, you're going to make some really solid money and have a lot of fun doing it. Now, how do we determine if it's a winner or a loss? That was, the, the, in essence, the big question. I wanted to get to it that way by explaining sort of the industry and how it works. What we do is, uh, from the cash side of it, I will usually play the highest percentage of my money on FanDuel as opposed to DraftKings. But depending on the pricing, depending on the slate, There are some times where I will play DraftKings more than FanDuel. So whichever one I play the highest on, uh, and I play in some uh, pretty expensive 50-50s, for for some of you probably some pretty cheap ones, it depends. We have people that play $5 a day and people that play $10,000 a day, literally. And there's some that play way more than that. But from our pool... That's the the two extremes that we've seen. So what I do is I'll play like three 50-50s and a couple head-to-heads. And those are the basis that I'm looking if I won or lost. So if I've played those five and I'm 4-1 and or 3-2 and where I've made a decent profit, a couple hundred bucks here and there, that's a win. If if I'm playing on the, the site that I'm the majority playing cash, uh, and I go two and three or one and four, whatever, that's a loss Because for me, I'm trying to break it down in the middle of everything To what everybody else is going to be watching And when, when I put, uh, when I win, I always post those And sometimes I post too many And all, all, my, all our guys here tell me, don't post so many of them when they're not you know. So I'm trying to just post the bigger winnings when I do that and then, as far as the GPP side, uh, because you know the return is always you know 10 to 1, 50 for every dollar you spend, 1,200 for every dollar you spend, whatever you know those GPPs pay, and they all pay a lot. Uh, if we're hitting any of those uh, where it's profitable from whether it's Andy, Andrew, or Mike providing, then that's a win uh, from the GPP side. You know, usually GPP is more of a, you know, you min cashed a few, but you lost overall or you hit something decent in the mix of it and you had a good win. So we're we're doing it as fair as we can and as honest as we can. Uh, that's the most important thing. We're not just picking one contest and saying, OK, we won. We're, you know, we're showing and I'm, I'm an open book. Uh, you know, I'll answer any of these questions all the time because that's exactly how we do it because we wanted it to be the most transparent of anything else that we we do, because, you know, you need to know that we're hand building uh, from the cash side. I'm hand building usually one line up a night at very most a second with a couple of pivots. And that's where everything I'm playing is going. So, you know, the, the best night I could ever have is if, you know, I tie with, Three or four of our members to take down a bunch of single-entry uh, tournaments. I mean, I could not want anything more than that. So that's why we're using our badge or or our, our DFS coach talk symbol uh, on on uh, DraftKings and Fanduel, so we know uh, where each other are. Because sometimes you can avoid uh, having to play the same lineup in there with somebody else. But hey, if the pot's twenty-five grand and you know, I split it with, uh, you know, Jason and, and Rouchard and and Michael and Andrew and me. I think the five of us would be pretty happy for that bankroll. So that sort of gives you the entire gist of what we're doing there. Uh, did that make sense, Michael?
1: Yeah, I think you said that well. I mean, um, especially you kind of explained the GPP side and the GPP aspect pretty well, too. It's, you know, a lot of the times uh, Andrew or I were, we're submitting, uh, you know, one lineup, but, uh, you know, Players like us, players like other, you know, some of our, our listeners, they play multiple lineups. So uh, I I even particularly don't consider it a win when I post a lineup um, that doesn't cash, even though I have other lineups that are probably out there that might have done well. Because I've always said over the years, the way I kind of structure my GPP builds is by doing two offs and one offs of my main lineup. So. Um, we'll get into that a little bit where you'll see us focusing on, you know, which, which contests, you know, kind of gauge those lineups in, maybe more single entry and stuff like that. Uh, but there's, there's, there's plenty to talk about. So, but yes, coach, I think you explained
0: that well. I hope so. Cause it's a little confusing and I don't want anybody to think I'm, you know, uh, transparency is key. I think it's going to help us grow and be the biggest in the industry. I really do. Cause, uh, really it's. It's a little uh, sticky some other places where you can't quite put your finger on that. So, all right, let's get to the main subject. Uh, and I, I figured the best way to do this I sort of mentioned it the other day, but I think the best way to do this because you can't there's not just a one size fits all for contest selection and the amount that you play each day uh, in in cash and GPP. It has to do with your bankroll. So let's let's look at three extremely different scenarios, and I'll give you what I believe are the percentages of uh, what you should be playing on a given night uh, based on the size of your bankroll that you're playing and uh, sort of the split. I'll talk about, excuse me, the cash side a little, and then Michael will hit the GPP side. So we're going to do somebody that has a $25 bankroll, a $250 bankroll, and a $2500 bankroll. So, you know, let's let's look at the three aspects of how you approach a slate. So, first of all, uh, if you have a $25 bankroll, my my theory is you go into the slate and you anticipate you're going to play right about 50% of your bankroll. And so, I know that seems like a lot, but we're going to explain that with contest selection. So that you're playing, uh, you know, stuff that you can increase your payroll. But when you're dealing with that small of a pay uh, of a bankroll, uh, not payroll bankroll, <clears throat> then you know you you do have to be slightly more aggressive to build it. Two hundred and fifty dollar, uh, I would suggest twenty percent. So you know if you know you're playing fifty bucks, and we'll go over the ones that that you should be doing, twenty five hundred or up. I would recommend no more than 10% on a given card. And let me explain why you've got, first of all, you've got so many days that you can play in these, these contests that, you know, you can't just dive in head first and just go all in. It, you know, it's just not like poker at all in that sense. However, you know, You've got to realize, you know, you want to make a smart investment. You almost approach it like you do the stock market, to be honest with you, because you're looking to do it in a in a manner where you can build a bankroll and make money, but not put yourself so at risk that, you know, you're not going to be able to continue to play. And it and it's a a marathon, not a sprint. You you know, if you're trying to go in and I mentioned this the other day, if you try to go in with twenty five bucks and we had people that did this. And they'd go in and play, you know, three entries in the seven dollar and seventy seven cent big, huge game on on FanDuel and try to win hundred thousand. And you know, then they're down to two dollars $2. and seventy some cents in their account. You know, you're you're not gonna, you're just gonna keep being an ATM and and putting twenty five bucks in all the time. So we'll explain how to. Uh, Break that up a little bit, but also the other thing is, you know, there are times where those after-hour slates are really nice. The way they lay with with the teams that played early, you don't have to worry about. Then you got you can put that in. There's some really good uh, single-game slates for late games. So the purpose I'm telling you that is, you know, it sounds like well, wow, I'm you know, I've got you know 250 bucks. I can only play 50 for the whole day. I'm stating on one slate. So if you're playing the main slate, and that's what we'll always base it off of, we're recommending fifty dollars. If you want to play an after hour slate or something else and included on that, then I I'm comfortable with, with everybody doing that, but on a smaller scale. You just want to the main slate needs to be your main play, because that's where all of our work preparation wise is going into. But you can sub you know take sub out different parts of that uh, learning and everything we've gone over to use some of those other slates so that gives you an idea of the percentages and you have even if you feel like this is the best lineup you've ever put together in your life generally when that happens you lose anyway but even if you feel that stick with those numbers or if you think it's really crappy and you don't even want to play it Hardly, because it, it stinks. That's usually the ones that have a tendency to win. So, stick with the program with those percentages based on the approximate amount of your payroll. So now let's get down to uh, the twenty-five dollar guy that we are saying uh, I'm uh, pay play fifty percent of your your bankroll. So what I would do is the cash side is always what's going to be your foundational piece to build a a bankroll for you because you've got a, a much better chance in 50 50s or three man or heads up all i mean you've got a, another human being that you're going against uh with one lineup so even if it's somebody that's a an optimizer 150 uh, lineups he still has to pick that one lineup to go against you so um, that's where you really got to count on building your bankroll. So if you have twenty five dollars, and you know we're recommending you play like twelve fifty of that, or you know twelve thirteen dollars of that, I would recommend in that scenario that you just you, your first thing you do is play one of those eight dollar or ten dollar uh, head to heads or or 50s so that you at least start off by trying to double. Uh, the majority of the money. So that in that scenario, with that small of an amount, and that leaves you whatever, $7 or or $8, what would you recommend on the GPP side, Mike?
1: On the GPP side, it's going to be a little bit different. So if you only have, like you said, $25, you, sh- you really want to focus on which GPPs you're entering. So it's not a blanket statement where I say, go enter a $4 GPP, because it's like you said, uh, that can mean multiple different things. That can mean you're getting into a 150 entry max, you could be getting into a 20 entry max, or you could be doing a 3 entry max. So, what I would recommend is first of all, and first and foremost, is figure out what type of player you are. Uh, you know, why are you playing? Why are you playing DFS? Is this something that you're just it's just a hobby for you? Or you just want to get a little action here and there. Or is this something that you take serious that you're going to be doing every single day uh, that you're going to be committed to and that you love doing and have fun doing? So if you're one of those every single day players um, and you have like a, a twenty five dollar bankroll, I would suggest playing a majority of that in the cash. Like Coach said, probably no more than 50%, and even then, I would probably see 50% being a little bit much. I know when I first started, I had $20 in my in my uh, in my DraftKings account, and I was doing $5 um, 50/50s up until I built my bankroll uh, to a point where I had 50, and then I started entering some of the GPPs a little bit, and then kept still doing my $5. Eventually, my $5 turned to $10, and I got the bankroll. But um yeah. going off going off the rails a little bit. For twenty-five dollars, I wouldn't be doing anything more than the three-entry max. You, you, you know, you once you once you, you you sit there and you look at it, you have to understand that you could max out that tournament if you wanted to on your bankroll. Uh, you don't you don't ever want to. You don't ever want to use your whole bankroll. Uh, but if if you have a twenty-five dollar bankroll and you're not even using fifty percent of it, maxing it out, or look at the single entries. Those are going to be your most profitable. Those are going to be in, enabling you to get there. You're not going to need to necessarily uh you know be so be so concerned about ownership and those ones as much you don't need to go out of your way trying to find a guy that's one percent owned obviously that helps but you can you can eat some of the chalk in those single entry contests uh you know you it's it's almost a culmination of a 50 50 and a cash contest coach when you look at those single entry contests and that's what i find right. myself uh entering and reserving the most so i make sure i get my res- um, i reserve my single entries whether you know there's multiple types there's five dollars there's twenty seven dollars there's three hundred dollar ones Find the one that fits your bankroll, and that should be where you're starting with on GPPs. Once you get that bankroll higher and you want to start exploring into the three-entry maxes, into the five-entry maxes, into the 20-entry maxes, I think that's that next level. Um, And then when you really feel secure about your talents and your preparation and your skill and your information and and, and that you have the money to afford, uh, you could start really looking at those 150-entry max ones. But um, I I really suggest if you're playing this on a day-to-day basis – that you have a decent bankroll of at least five thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars before you start thinking about, uh, you know, 150 entry max on a four dollar contest. Uh, because two or three losses like that, which are expected in GPP players, will just cut your cut your bankroll down to the point where you're not even thinking about playing those contests anymore. So uh, it's like that old saying, only bring with with what you're willing to lose, coach.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, let's face it. Ninety eight percent of us don't have 10 grand in there that we're we're turning now there are pros that have a million bucks in there that are turning and i get that but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the the majority by far the majority i mean literally 98 percent of us that are trying to build a bankroll so i'll just put it this way i agree with what michael said if you have less than a hundred dollars in your in your bankroll I would never, ever, ever touch any GPPs whatsoever that weren't single entry. And it's only because it's just too difficult to go against and give the odds away. I mean, this DFS is tough. You got to do a lot of work to get to the point to put a lineup together that can win. But if you're going in there and you just can't stand it, you want to play that 777 or that $4 on DraftKings, that has 175,000 people in it with a bunch of max entries, and you've got your one single $4 bullet, I mean, it's just, you can't win. You, you just can't. I, I'm just going to say it right out. If if you're trying to play those with a, a low bankroll, under 100 bucks, not even the 25 then then uh, to me you're wasting money. So, you know, even, I'll spread it out even more. Say you have 100 in there. And you're in that where you know you're gonna play maybe 40 bucks that night. You know, play 25 of it in a heads up or 25 dollar 50/50. There's a bunch of those on Fanduel all the time, uh, and there's a lot of fish in there. And then use 15 dollars maybe to play a 10 dollar single entry on DraftKings and a 5 dollar single entry on uh, Fanduel. That, that gives you legitimate shots. Then you've got, you know, you you feel like you did all the work. You should be able to turn the 25 into 50 or close to it after the rake. So that gives you some security of knowing you're going to have a winning night. And then if you can cash in those single entries where at least you're on even ground where nobody else has more than one lineup in there, then you know all of a sudden you hit one of those for. Uh, you finish in the top 20 or something and you get 45 bucks or 65 bucks now you're starting to build a serious bankroll so i yeah. completely agree yeah and um and and i'll just preface again this is this is
1: probably um goes without saying cuz most of the people that listen to our show or are in our discord are more competitive players people that take this a little bit more serious but this doesn't necessarily go for that. Just the casual guy. Uh, you'll never be able to tell somebody like, if you don't play this every day, if you just I I want to make one lineup once a week, every two weeks, you have 25 bucks in your bankroll, sure go play the big GPP. I don't blame you. Why not? You don't do this on a daily basis where if you're going to do it, you might as well take a dart throw. I mean, nobody's wrote home about winning $7 over the course of a week and said, this is really changing my life. So, and, and losing that $7 because you only play once a week isn't going to affect your life either. So uh, the rules are a little different for the casual player who's just looking for some action. I'll never say, hey, listen, you're going to play once a week. Make sure you play that 50 50 or that heads up and win your five dollars so by the time the season's over you might be profiting 40 or 50 you know so this goes more for the guys that take this
0: serious yeah if you're playing it every day and you're wanting to build your bankroll i can tell you this within that seven day period that casual player that's taking those you know scatter shots we're going to win his money he's going to lose it to some of us there's just no doubt about it. So we like the fact that there's a lot of those kind of players in there. But, uh, you know, we're, we're in, in focusing here. And remember, I, I say this all the time. Yes, this is a game of skill with, where you do a lot of work and you can win on a consistent basis and make a profit. So it's a game of skill. But guess what? It's still a game of luck. And it's gambling. So whenever you're doing something that has that element to it, you have to insert discipline into the factor, because if you don't and you just decide one night you're going all in or, you know, uh, you've got a, a, a good uh, breakdown for a couple of days in a row and then you're just you miss the 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 uh, lock time, you know, you just you have to take it. Uh, the steps more serious where you know you're you're doing it on a consistent basis with the anticipation that you're going to win fairly regularly enough that you're going to have turn a profit and you can you can really make some some strong strides in this i'm not saying you know first of all if it's hard to start with just 25 bucks and mike michael did it so i mean i know it can be done well that was
1: different times too though that was six or seven years ago. Um, yeah. I mean, things have changed drastically across the landscape since then, whether we're just talking the this, the average score of a winning GPP lineup. I think back yeah. when I, when I first started, you used to be able to get away with, you know, having a guy take a zero and you could still cash in a GPP. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit different back then where, I, I there was less of an edge. It wasn't as big of a thing. So being a guy like myself, who I was always enamored and engraved in basketball, where this is something I've been doing since I was a, a child, where I had mm-hmm. an early edge on a lot of other people before all this information was out, I knew where to already find it. So I was able to kind of capitalize on that edge early on, and I, that's kind of why I was extremely successful in my first three years doing this. Um, really able to kind of take an edge and, and capitalize and build that bankroll and take shots in GPPs and had a few uh, nice wins. And, I, and I'll tell everybody this, um, you know, worrying about splitting pots, worrying about, you know, um, oh, what if I what if I take down the single entry and I only win five thousand dollars and I miss out on winning the fifty thousand dollars that I would have won if I was. in a, Listen, I'll tell you right now, winning five thousand dollars when you maybe you put in 50 bucks feels just as good as it would winning 50. I know it's a big difference in money, but you're going to have the same
0: excitement and it's just going to, you're going to be juiced up. I promise you. You'll enjoy yourself. And you're not going to go broke and not be able to play DFS by, you know, going just for the big bucks. I mean, that is, I mean, we've seen it so many times over the years, you know, you can just see the pattern of what wins and what doesn't. And like I say, you know, there is that element of gambling. And if you don't discipline whatever type of gambling you do, if you're undisciplined with what you're doing, um, the long run, the, the games are set up to beat you. So you have to one up them by doing the work and having the discipline to do it in the correct way. Now, you know, if you have twenty five hundred dollars in your account now, you know, now you're talking. Uh, you know that 10% or so area so 250 275 this way you can play a real solid like hundred nine dollar head to head uh you know they offer those on on FanDuel and then you can get in uh you know they have some really good uh contests like a hundred dollar single entry or a fifty dollar single entry with that has like you know, a couple hundred, two, three hundred people in it. Those are winnable. And I've taken a bunch of those down. And that's I've made the majority of my money the last five and a half years in DFS on cash games and single entry. I very rarely play the high level games because the the there's such a low percentage. Now if I'm hot and I'm on a roll you know, I will throw an, a 777 in there on Fanduel, you know, just because I'm turning a profit, and you never know when you're going to have that big hit. Now, last year I had uh, three hits over uh, over 6k, a 6k, a 10, and a 15k, and those are fantastic hits. Now, I didn't win any giant ones where they win 100,000 or a million. Some of those have the millimakers and all that. But that's because I don't play those because they're just so, so out there to hit. I'm happy to build my bankroll with six grand, 10 grand or 15 grand and just keep that momentum going and not take crazy shots. So that sort of gives you my the way I look at it. And, uh, you know, those you can't go wrong with those 50 50s or or head to heads when you really find, uh, you know, you're building a nice bankroll. So. <clears throat> that sort of gives you a look at the three different levels. So, again, from the cash side, I want to I want to make sure everybody knows. Play those 50/50s. FanDuel has a bunch of really good ones. I play them all the time. The 25, the 50, the 109s. They have a, and then there's some. I think on uh, DraftKings, there's a a 270 head-to-head. There's a lot of great ones. There as well that you're just going against one other person Uh, Or you're going against 50 people where 25 of them or 24 of them win So those are great things that that should be your staple every day And then look for the great single entry stuff Both FanDuel and DraftKings have great single entry tournaments Where you're not having to beat you know 200,000 people and you get a legit shot and you're on fair ground. You know, you're looking at it's everybody else that has to put one lineup in. So And you know what the other thing that's great about those is as we grow at DFS Coach Talk, you know a couple of things. One, I'm going to limit the maximum amount of members uh, that are I'm bringing in because I don't want to have, Uh, 500 members playing the same lineup on DraftKings, and then we're dodging each other too much I'm going to and we're going to talk about we have a a meeting tonight with the staff we're going to Talk about what that number needs to be so that we keep it exclusive and then if somebody drops Out and we we offer you know we let uh have a waiting list and have somebody come in So you know we really believe we'll be at that point uh, pretty quickly I mean we added A nice group of members in that first three weeks So this way it's exclusive You don't have to worry about the lineup being In a million different uh, spots uh, But there's so many Contests to be offered On the two main sites plus The additional slates at each Night with the after hours and late night I mean you really don't run in To uh, each other very often And you know what if you're in a, a 200 man 50-50 on FanDuel for 50 bucks where a uh, hundred people are going to win and there's three other dfs coach talk people so what i mean it's not it's not a big deal and we want to be able to win uh as a group uh as much as we possibly can as well so that sort of explains it totally uh from the cash side do you want to you know i know there are some people out there thinking well man it's i get the biggest buzz by playing the big tournaments i don't want to be that discipline was something that is fun, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, how do you handle that, Michael? If some, you know, if if one of our members comes to you and say, "Well, yeah, you know, I've got a couple hundred dollar bankroll, but you know, I want to take a shot at the big money, try to win a hundred grand and stuff like that." What would your advice be to them? And and if they wanted to do that, would it be like on a limited, you know maybe do that twice a week or what what do you go by GPP wise?
1: No, I would say I would say take that shot. Um, if you if you want to take that shot, take that shot. I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to. I still take that shot. Um, you know it, it's it's part of it. The you know I just talked about how you want to win five thousand dollars. It's just as good as winning fifty, but. Um, I've had circumstances where that's happened to me. So even on nights where I don't play GPP, maybe I just didn't get enough research, I'm just going to stick to my cash lineups. I always take that same cash lineup that I'm using in all of my builds, and I put that into that, like, let's say that's that $7.77 one, because on some nights, the chalk wins. We see that happen more often than not, um, where everybody tries to fade the chalk, and the chalk still takes it down. Yeah. I'm never going to say sit here and don't play those massive GPPs, but you what you need to do is make sure that those massive Gpps and aren't are, are aren't outweighing your cash and your single entry. If you're playing one just taking that single entry lineup, let's say you you have you know fifty dollars invested in the single entries in all your GPPs and you wanted to play that one that one in the seven dollar and seventy cent, sure, why not? I mean that just that makes sense, but what you don't want to do, is start putting fifty dollars into the seven dollar and seventy cent contest and then playing a ten one ten dollar single entry with that same con, you know with one of those lines. Right. That's the wrong way to do things. Um and the same thing is said with cash. You know if I have like let's say a hundred dollars if I'm playing one hundred dollars on any given night, um my bankroll is like a thousand dollars ten percent and I'm playing fifty dollars in GPP and fifty dollars in the cash. Let's say right. Uh my 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 cash lineups are all set. I would want to make sure I'm, you know, maybe doing a $25 single entry, a $10 single entry, uh, a $5 single entry, and then maybe I'm, I'm throwing that last one into the the big the big 100k contest for $7.70. Something uh, along those lines, or maybe you're doing a $25 single entry, then you're going to max out the three entry max, and then you want to take a shot uh, with one of those lineups into that big $7.77 one. That's kind of how I look at it. I'm I'm pretty transparent with the way I play. I generally play with uh, on a given night anywhere between like a 100 to 150 dollars. Uh, I still I usually play about 50 to 60 dollars in cash. Um, Roughly, and then like kind of like what I just said. um, Depending on the site, if it's on FanDuel, I usually do a lot of three-entry max, the single entries. If I'm on DK, I'll do the single entries, and occasionally I'll max out uh, the 20-entry max for the four-dollar contest, which is you know roughly about eighty dollars. So that's the kind of player I am. I do still take my shots into those other contests. I I put like maybe one. Uh, the two uh, entries at most into those contests because listen, learn from our mistakes. I've I've chased those. I've had nights where I won uh, 10 to 12k, and then the next thing I know, I'm on my high horse. I'm going to enter you know 20 to 30 lineups into that seven dollar one, and all it takes is one injury, one guy sitting, one rest day, one bad game, one bad shooting performance to
0: where you're regretting it <laughs> and you're back to the drawing board. Right, and and that you know one of the last points we'll make then is you know yes when you're hot there are such a thing as hot streaks and cold streaks i mean it's just that's part of any time you're betting on anything but you know you can take advantage of hot streaks not by having to go triple what you normally play it's just you can go play a little bit more but and take a, a fewer shot a couple more shots at the bigger money that's reasonable but if you know if you let that you know uh, Really affect how much And you try to dive on and and crush it It just doesn't usually work that way Uh, Eventually it's going to get you So stay disciplined in those uh, Times And also on the other side Because as soon as you You lose a couple maybe in a row And you're like I'm only playing five bucks tonight In a double up Because I'm just getting crushed That may be the lineup that's 460 points that would have took down a bunch of stuff for you. So try to keep it balanced on both sides and just, you know, that's the whole thing. You know, if you stick with us at DFS coach talk, we're going to talk you through this. We, you know, we love uh, one-on-one with, with all of our members and we'll give you some ideas. And again, you know, it's not like we're magically came upon all this stuff. It's five or six years of playing, DFS every day and learning all the nuances and and listening and watching and reading the statistics, obviously, you know, like the question that was asked me yesterday on, you know, how do you consider a win or loss? Well, the answers that I give have that much gravity to them. What's the average? What do we see as winning? What do we see as losing? What, you know, what is the general public doing? What are the one, you know, providers doing? What are we, Looking at doing from a percentage. So you can break it down and analytically look at all of these factors uh, when you're doing this. And I really think even, you know, if you're doing it every day, you know, and everybody has a different amount of money that they play. But if you're doing it every day, I haven't yet to meet a single person that said to me, hey, coach, uh, I don't really care if I win or lose every day. I'm just going to throw this in there and ha-. everybody wants to win. And, you know, some more than others, but everybody wants to win. So if you're going to do it, uh, I really recommend you follow our process, get in there with us. And I'm not trashing anybody else, but I'll just tell you this. the, The larger, more, you know, people know who they are providers, they are taking an entire card, dropping it into an optimizer, letting the computer figure out the analytics. So they're taking out all of the part. That we've talked about the the eye test the seeing the coach you know how the rotation is with him you know who's he playing at the end do they look like they're healthy or not what's the body language you know we faded we used Drummond two days in a row before uh he found out he was going to get traded and then we knew to just steer clear of him because he's sort of a head case guy And he was terrible those next couple games. There's no way that an optimizer can sense that or see that. They're just looking at algorithms, numbers, analytics. So, you know, I don't see that sustainably working for people. And it's not as much fun. If you've ever followed what some of those guys do, they're playing 8%, 7%, 6%. They have this guy, and, and, you know, this is my big play. I'm playing him in 17% of my lineups. So when you're watching the games and you have 8, 6, 7, 17% of all these people, who the hell do you even know who to root for? All you're looking for, it's like playing a lotto at the the casino. You're looking for the right combination of numbers to come together on just one of those uh, lineups you're putting in. And that's no fun to me at all. I think the biggest buzz is, you know, I've spent all day saying, you know what? My play tonight is LeBron, and here's why. And here's all that stuff that we've explained on these last few shows of why, you know what? I'm playing one lineup, or I'm playing two lineups. And in those two lineups, I'm playing LeBron, so I'm playing him 100%. So, you, you, you know, you, I think that makes it more fun because you know who you're rooting for. There's a reason why you're rooting for them. And what I like even better and what I think is my biggest attribute as a DFS uh, provider, specifically for cash, is I can sniff out the bad plays really well. And that just you can't get that in an optimizer. You see that through a series of all of those things I've explained before. But if, if the entire industry is 70 percent on Dane Lillard that night and I've seen that, you know, uh, few through three or four different criteria of of what's going on at that time that i don't feel he's going to make value and fade him that gives you a huge advantage and i go into those reasons when we do the podcasts and when we put the lineups in and when we talk in discord and so does michael and andrew and that's what makes us different than anybody else out there and so you know now it's just a matter of getting the word out you know letting people know that, that we're here Uh, We have a unique system and and process that we follow religiously so that we do not uh, veer from it. And we do believe that we will be in excess of 70% uh, winning uh, on any given night. And we're sitting at 73% right now, even though it's a small sample size. Uh, My my percentage personally – through which started in uh, the summer league last year and went into FIBA preseason and regular season until the stoppage, I'm at just under 75%. So, you know, you're and those are all in documented, they've been put up every day. So, when you start getting in those numbers, then you know something is working well. And we just want to build a community with it, we're going to cap so that we. Uh, don't get too many people in there and uh, we're going to roll with it and make a lot of money. Looking forward to it, man. It's been a blast so far. I think so. Um, anything else, Michael, that you can think of on that subject? Um, no, I think that's
1: it. I mean, this is something that usually uh, triggers a few more conversations and a few more questions. So I'm sure we'll get a few that uh, we'll look forward to answering that come after this, after this show. So, uh, I think that's pretty much the gist of it. I like to give a nice, quick landscape of how I how I treat every single night. The much as much as I play, um, <clears throat> I don't like to like have people think I'm out here maxing out 150 entry contests. Um, and I'll leave everybody with one more thing. Actually, you know, comes to mind. It's it's know your day, know your availability, know your time. Don't force things. So uh, there's plenty of nights where, like I said, I play about 100 to 150 every single night. But if I know I'm not getting home until 6:30 and lineups lock at seven. Um, and there's some nights I just take off. Doesn't mean you need to force something, uh, you know. Right.
0: But here's here's house. here's the you said the exact right thing though. You know why become a member at DFS Coach Talk? Because the five or six or seven hours we put in into that process, in you know if you only have that hour before lock or whatever, we've already done that six seven hours of preparation, you can jump in with us in discord that last hour and see what we're thinking about, what we're talking about, and then what lineups we're putting forward. And, you know, you can just roll with those lineups. I recommend at the percentage that we're winning at roll with our lineups. If you want, you know, if there's a guy you just hate and you want to pivot one guy off, fine. Or if you want to play our lineup and then play one with a couple of pivots of your own, that's also recommended. But like Michael just said, you don't have to stress it. You know, if you're able to, to catch the podcast uh, on your lunch break or on your drive home from work, and then you can jump on, even if it's 45 minutes before lock, you'll have heard the podcast. You see we've done all, all of the uh, updates throughout the day of who's in, who's out, all that kind of stuff. And then you just ride out those final uh, that final 30 minutes of of getting our lineups, looking at them, you can ask questions, and, and we put that all together for you. So, you know, we know the majority of people, although right now everybody has a, a lot of hours, it seems. But let's use that to learn and fine-tune this process and understand it. Because I know I get long-winded on this stuff, but it it's not like an easy explanation. It's not like, okay – we're taking all of these guys, throwing them into an optimizer and we're going to tell you to play each one of these guys at this percentage. We go way way past that and mix in our secret sauce of looking at it as a coach would and and how all those different factors play in. And I you know, I can't recommend it any any more than that Then and, and it sounds like I'm trying to sell it, I'm not. I'm just you know, again, we're going to cap it at a certain point, but I just want every, everybody to understand uh, how we do it and what what differentiates us from everybody else. And I am 100% convinced that with the team that we put together for uh, basketball, which we, you know, obviously with with Michael and Andrew and I, and then we've got baseball and football where we're going to have fantastic uh, pros also. That are going to be following all the guidelines that we do and ask Michael. I mean, I'm constantly sending those guys messages, emails, you know, strategy discussions, how we're going to approach things, what our philosophy is. And I have only brought people into this that are on the exact same page uh, as we are. We're always going to be like, you know, the way I approach it is if your best friend calls you and said, Hey, I'm going to put in a lineup. What do, you, what do you want me to put in there? That's how we approach it with it, with every single member. Like we're buddies. We're hanging out. We're, we're not just going to say, you know, go to the website or do this or play this percentage of everybody. We're going to, you know, give you our hard work and, and what we've put forward uh, to try to have uh, the whole team win. So that is it, Michael. A um, couple of things real quickly. We do this podcast seven days a week. You can listen to us everywhere podcasts can be found. That's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, and YouTube. Now that everybody has a little extra time, this would be the time that we would really, really appreciate if you click those buttons to rate, review, and subscribe. The reason we ask you that, we want to get up higher on those lists when people search uh, for a show, DFS show or NBA show to listen to. And we do that uh, especially on iTunes, iTunes, by giving five stars, a little comment would be fantastic. We do have a monthly drawing for a one month membership uh, that is free uh, for whoever has put five stars and a comment. So one person will win that per month. Uh, YouTube, you know, we're always uploading stuff on there each day as, as, long, as well as with all the audio to the other entities. Um, we are going to go start using uh youtube we're gonna we're gonna actually be live on there so you can see our our ugly mooches. This could cost us big though Mike, but you know at least we have h- handsome Andrew Hansen so he'll be he'll save us one of the Hansen brothers he'll save us a little bit but we we are gonna start putting our faces up there because we wanna get to know. Everybody, and that will go up on YouTube each day So, you know, thumbs up and a comment on there is huge um, And then we're going to start mixing in Not Once we get done going through all the basketball teams We are going to do some live podcasts on YouTube Where it's interaction, and you can ask questions during the show Um and uh, you know, just to try to to really start connecting with everybody out there, especially during this time where everybody has the free time to sort of look into stuff like that. So that's the plan, my friend. Are you ready to you know not have to to do the show in your pajamas with your hair sticking up, or what's the word here? Oh no, the the pajamas stay on, Coach. I like <laughs> oh my no, comf- my comfy stay. Oh boy. All right, well, we'll have to see We'll have to have a a vote On the members of, you know Do we like Apatria's PJs Or are we voting them out? So I know I think Andrew has like a a Furry uh, Robe and a pipe I think that he's going to (laughs) use As the professor of, of our team But uh Man, I I don't know, Mike. I I don't know what's happened. I think I've been giving Andrew a harder time than you. I, something's happened here.
1: <laughs> Someone's got to take. I need a day off from uh from the the coach abuse. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad he can fill in and, and and stand in and take a couple lumps. And uh now now when you beat him in his uh in these simulated games, he's got to oh. go uh hear, hear about that. So I, I'm enjoying it. I'm listening. I, I'm I'm kind of just sitting back and. And laughing a little bit. So, uh, I Andrew, you're
0: more than welcome to fill in to be the punching bag as long as you would like. I try to pass the love around, buddy. Plus, sometimes you're just too easy of a target. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I love it, man. I love it. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. I think that really explains that as much as possible. Tomorrow's going to be huge, too. My uh, – Andrew and I are going to talk about bankroll management and not just bankroll management, but consistent bankroll management. And we talked a little bit about that today. We're going to take it a level uh, deeper, uh, both from the cash and GPP side. So tomorrow will be an important one as well. And, and you know, for anybody that's listening to this for the first time, or if you know somebody else that's into DFS, you know, all of our podcasts are still posted on all the places I mentioned Uh, so go back if if you really want to understand what we're about and how to win a dfs listen to to the last couple of shows so on the on the um 20th uh we talked about the process i think that was one of the best most you know in-depth podcasts that you're you're ever going to hear as far as dfs and i don't say that in a cocky manner i'm just telling you it's it's the meat and potatoes of of dfs and then on the 21st you know uh yesterday when we talked about the the different sites and scoring and strategies of of which to avoid and late swap and all that is a huge one today's obviously with the, the selection and explaining sort of our process of winning and losing and then how you Utilize that to select your cash or GPPs and then tomorrow's with bankroll management, you know, those four podcasts uh, You know to me are somewhat the the holy grail of of winning at DFS And uh, I would I would really try to re-listen to those and uh, You know jot a few things down so that when it does come back you can put these into works And then we're gonna have a blast we've got uh, 15 straight days of uh, two, two teams a day Where we're going to really dig in And sh- in and look at where they are What to expect when s- Basketball starts up again And we're going to do a lot of those With special guests We have some really cool special guests Coming in You're also going to get to know the uh, All of our staff Everybody's going to take one or two of these uh, You know Really excited to get Santino on here And Brett and Leighton and Dawson and Andy G and, uh, you know, along with either me or Andrew or or Michael. So you get to know everybody a little bit and their take on things because we're all of like mind and in in the same focus. So uh, it's going to be fun. So this will get us through till um, April 9th, and then we're going to do a reset. Hopefully we know exactly what's going on at that point as far as when everything gets back and going. And uh, then we're going to dive into some major league baseball, something that, uh, you know, I was, I was on MLB.com last night, uh, Michael, watching some of the clips from some of the best world series. It got me juiced up for baseball a little bit too.
1: Gotta be. I mean, it's, 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 that was gonna be my saving grace. That's what I love during the summer. That's what gets me going to that next NBA season, man. Um, I've, that's that was my first sport I played growing up. Played it the longest out of any other sport. Uh, but I'm just more knowledgeable, I guess, about basketball. <laughs> it's funny how things work. But uh, yeah. I'm a big I'm a big MLB guy. Uh, we uh, you hear me? We talk about it, and uh, we'll let this be a little bit of like a little bit of a foreshadow of a future show that we'll be doing. Um, but I've been in the same baseball, basketball, and football league with the same group of guys my the entire life. I'd say we're on our 17th season. Wow. Somewhere around there. That's so, awesome, um, man. And that's with one Santino Cocon, who does contribute over here for uh, DFS Coach Talk. So um, we were the actually ca- in the midst. The Cocon factor. Yes. So we have uh, It's a – it's a very – it's a very uh, exuberant group of guys, I guess you could say. So we have all walks yeah. of Earth, and it's it's crazy. When you, we were just talking about this the other day, how one this is the one thing that kind of keeps us as a glue. We're all around the country. We have buddies going on shows all over the world, and uh, yeah. it keeps us all together. So um, I was, I'm really looking forward to our baseball draft, and we could find, it out, find out it is. And uh, it allows us to all get back together again and have one big obnoxious party where we end up Uh, doing stupid stuff that drunk adults probably should not do
0: you know what that's that's half the fun my man there's no doubt about it but baseball is going to be a blast too and i know i'm going to be intertwined with nba because i you know obviously they're they're both going to be going on at the same time but uh i'll tell you andy g if, if you're a member or if you're uh in our discord andy g's been fantastic already with the baseball stuff he was absolutely killing the uh spring training games uh winning like i think it was eight and two or something like fantastic and uh when they shut that down but he's been in there with comments and things all along he's going to be our our head uh and mlb pro uh, we'll have you know three other guys also uh Chirping in there with with MLB Including myself I like to play A little MLB it's not my specialty But I have no problem Being a second banana uh, On on that one for sure <clears throat> Where I'll be lost is the NFL I just you know I don't even know enough to be dangerous there So we're going to have some uh, That is the highest played DFS sport so we'll have some top Notch uh, pros for that As well so all right, man, I think that's it. Uh, don't forget to, you know, mambaon3.org, M A M B A O N T H R E E.org. Great, uh, uh, wonderful cause uh, for uh, in Kobe's memory. So uh, donate to that as much as you can. And then uh, I think we're good to go. DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, send all the questions, comments, whatever you've got uh, to us at TFS Coach Talk or directly to our Twitters, and uh, we'll be happy to answer those. So, great job, Michael. I love spending these weekend shows with you. We just get to sort of chill and, and do them. They're my favorite shows of the week. So, uh, stay safe over there. Enjoy the, the uh, wonderful music coming from your neighbor's place. You know, party it up a little bit and uh and enjoy buddy oh i will stay safe everybody all right we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the dfs coach talk podcast for my fellow nba pros andrew hansen and micah patry i'm coach we will look to catch you again tomorrow as we look to prepare to crush it in nba dfs
1: way to dribble up and down the court, just like I'm the king on the microphone, so it's-